she's 19 my tag Just letting it all hang out She's a friend House No, that's it, we're keeping it in Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome uh, back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas, and sitting off it, uh, opposite me is the <laughs> man who loves cheeseburgers, the one only Dilruk Jai Singer. Hello, Ben Lomas. I do love cheeseburgers. You I had do? an epic cheat day last Saturday. The date <laughs> is the October 31st, uh, Correct. 2018, whatever the year we're in. <laughs> but it is Halloween as well. But I had an epic cheat day on Saturday. I had four cheeseburgers in one sitting after already having two pastas. Yeah, and then followed it up with two serving of fried rice uh, China about four hours later but most excitingly we do have a guest today we do we're very excited uh, a hilarious comedian a podcaster in her own right uh, the one and only Kelly Vestuka in video welcome welcome oh my god and applause keep going yeah um, <laughs> uh, very Jesus. popular podcast uh, first dates with Brett Blake yeah worst first dates with Brett Blake uh, we're committed to ruining each other's lives it's gonna be good <laughs> awesome can I ask a question but I wanted to save it for the pod so the hair Looks amazing. Oh, thanks. Got a, what? What is it? Was it perm? Is that what we? No. What, what is it referred to? There's curls in it. No, I just um, so I got up at six a.m. because I had a PT session this morning. Nice. Of We're straight into it. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I had time to wash my hair and curl it. This is curled because yeah. I'm Italian, so it's not quite straight, not tight curl. I appreciate the I appreciate the nice words, but uh, it's I can't. Believe, I'm still I'm still stammering over your fucking cheat day. Oh, man. That is that's oh. just that enormous. Was a, that was basic. Oh, I'm not even talking about the ice creams I had. I was not even talking about the what? Three, I think it was three croissants. Follow what? me. Follow me on uh, at Dilrukji on Instagram, and I've been I started doing them as stories. That way, I don't have to be committed to. Yeah. Apply. So if you follow my stories, it's pretty. Uh, but pretty it's, what I find interesting is uh, I'm used to it now. Dill's ridiculous cheat days, dude. But what I and I don't know how Dill does it, but the, like people come up to me and go, "Come on, mate, he's his cheat days is ridiculous." And mm. now I find myself. You're justifying it. I was like, well, it actually works. It works. Uh, you, you can't deny it. Uh, we just had a weigh-in. Yeah, uh, on that, I was again said we might as well talk about our weigh-in we just, before Kelly came in because uh, oh. we're not going to be doing too many one-on-one episodes anymore, yeah. so we just thought we'll drop in the weights. Uh, weights. Uh, ben, you came in at 98.8, which is down from last week's, uh, last weigh-in's 99.7 or something yes. like that. Yes, wow. just a kilo. And I wow. am down from 96-something to 94.8. Yes, so, well done. Wow. The cheat day, I just don't know how many episodes we have to do before finally people go well it works at least yep. if, if it's just for me even sure but it still works like i can't keep, yep. keep and, and, justifying and, and it. slowly what? i'm moving okay. I'm, not that i'm a cheat day fan but i have uh warmed to the intermittent fasting ah interesting really? okay. because as we speak i have now uh, at this very hour, come 10.30, I have clocked 60 hours of fasting. 60, six zero. Six zero. my so last meal. So you haven't eaten anything. Since Sunday night. Well, this is just insane. What? Sorry, why would you drop that on Kelly Festuka? She's bare, she's just come in and you start off with that kind of insanity. Are you why? crazy? Oh, I love okay. it. Kelly, so, you take over because I'm too uh, angry. <laughs> you... I, I mean, I just, okay, I, there's I'm so out. many things. <laughs> I, I, as someone who has been an eternal fatty and probably always will, because as, I mean, you guys know, I'm on the way down. Yeah, so we'll, you are let's, very let's, much let's, on the way down. Let's, let's, let's start with that. So, yeah. Kelly, uh, you are in a fitness mode. 
uh, as mm. of the say April May or yeah, March after like well uh, the day after Comedy Festival I was broken up with in a car yes where the engine was still going you can listen to it on an episode yeah. uh, twenty two <laughs> or something like that of uh, <laughs> drive by breakup on my drive by breakup correct but um, that, and weirdly enough that's the first episode I listened to oh really so what a way to get into the pod <laughs> it's just like whoa this is heavy I think yeah. I texted you and Brady at the same time I was oh, in no. an, I was oh. in an airport as I was listening so going sweet. oh this is brutal yeah. and the <laughs> fun yeah, the you, fun thing is that people are starting to, like more people are starting to listen to the pod and when they get to that episode <laughs> it's just reliving every oh, day oh yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. having Instagram, to go back it again yeah yeah Instagram messages are just like that dude I'm like oh yeah, well yeah, it was yeah. a while ago but uh, so day after coming so a few days after that I kind of made a commitment to because. I was pretty big. I was 97. Yep. And I'm 5'5. Five, five. Yeah, yep. totally. Uh, I've always, I'm Italian. Did you tip the triples? Did you get into uh, Fitbit me- uh, <laughs> figures? I mean, you know what? I reckon there was probably a moment where I probably did and hadn't mm. weighed myself. Right. But I really kind of has been, I had been avoiding weights and clothes, like nothing fit me. And I uh, was yeah. buying size 16 everything. Like during Comedy Festival, I was just. Like I was sneaking away, like having a good time with people, and then go. Oh, I'm really going to get up early in the morning, but I was really going through the drive-through. Yeah, like right, 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 right. And eating it on my own. Yeah, yes. My You're talking our language. Yeah. What yeah. Uh, What's the heaviest you reckon you've ever been? I reckon maybe. I mean, I feel like I feel like that 97. Uh, yeah. And if you also see, because I uh, when I first got back from America, which which was uh, 1917. Mm. Uh, a week before, so a week after I got back was Nick Cody's wedding. So if you ever see photos from Nick Cody's wedding of what mm. I look like, I was tipping my heaviest. Yeah, right, was, right. Again, I was back to ninety-seven, and then like I Cody, kinda, you were crushing it, but just a flow. Oh, <laughs> I, I was crushing eating in bed at one a.m. Yeah. Chicken tenders. Oh uh, man, we, well, we'll get to we'll get to, uh, we'll get to treat food. food treat food <laughs> later. But yes, catch us up on the journey so far. So yeah, so, so I, you got broken up, broken up with the day after comedy festival yeah. in a kind of most terrific way. Yeah, and I was like, what's what am I? doing and comedy festival was what comedy festival is where it's like you know you put all this work into an hour show no one comes and i'm yep. like all right something's gonna change what do i have control over um i um i got to sleep apnea really bad oh did you get oh. the test done yeah i did and yeah and did you just stay the night in hospital and no have a- it was at home so i had to go like i had everything i've got photos of yep. like getting i had to go there they had to put everything on me and then they're like well you can go to hospital but just go home and do it yeah and right because at least you're in your own bed and you get to test it like you know what i mean like well, you're you more sleep better. yeah because yeah. I, I did the same thing and i mm. said oh you can do it home or mm. you can do it in hospital i said i have a six-month-old but oh, like, hospital. better do it at hospital <laughs> 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 it was your escape yeah i was it's like did you guys you need me for three days yeah 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 over here but when i did it though is it weird because when you do it you have to kind of Lay on your back and sleep, and I don't lay on my back when I sleep. I sort of lay on my stomach. And you have sleep apnea on your, not on your back, because my thing is when I sleep on my back, I get the apnea. I yeah, have to yeah. be on my side. And so, how bad was it? Like it was pretty bad. I was waking up like seventeen times an hour. Ooh, they counted, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when people, uh, I've I've looked into it because I have the same problem. I still haven't got properly tested. Ben and I have shared a bed once, yep. and you've oh, nearly killed me. Ring it yeah. in, yeah. Oh, really? But, but yeah, so when they say you wake up every. <laughs> I go, I, I still like it, as soon as Dil just said that. I yeah. just had this flashback of yeah. just looking across at this giant gut with a with a um, L- iPad iPad on top, just moving up and down. Right, yeah, the iPad gut. was bouncing on my bouncing stomach, yeah. and just the loudest snoring 
I've ever heard in my life. From it him? Was, yeah, it was mm. amazing. Really? I, I didn't sleep at all that night. It was Yeah, it was he, he so... got out and went for a walk Whoa. and yeah. got some donuts. <laughs> I remember you went yes, for a donut. Do you delicious. still snore like that? Uh, it's less. It's less, weirdly yeah. enough, not to do with weight loss, more to do with meditation somehow. It's oh. uh, affected yes. uh, my breathing. My breathing has been heaps better by that. Fuck. But that's so yeah. bizarre, isn't it? But um, going yeah, back right. to you, oh, yeah, sleep apnea. Yeah. So I. So that what mm. I wanted to say was mm. that when you say seventeen hours a, uh, an hour, yeah. um, the misconception is that people think you actually wake up with your eyes open. Yeah, it's no. not. It's like yeah. you're not uh, approaching deep sleep. You're not getting proper sleep because you're constantly just mm. kind of in that dream state, kind of half awake, half asleep. Yeah, and I have crazy dreams as well. Like I had a dream. Like I every day. So my uh, roommate and friend wife is Celia Bacola, and every morning we wake up, and I'm, I tell her my dreams in the morning, and she's yeah, just yeah. like. How are you? Like, because they're so fucking crazy. Is there a, a recent one you can share? Uh, it's always, <laughs> you know what it is? It's always ex boyfriends coming back saying, I made a mistake. Or mm. coming, or, or mm. stuck at an airport. I mm. get stuck at an airport all the time, it's can't just, get to my flight, anxiety. I've, I've it had, sounds like you're doing rom com dreams. This is one, one big rom com. <laughs> Stuck in airports, ex boyfriends. Yeah, yeah ter- basically be- you just dream terminal with Tom Hanks. And, uh, <laughs> and it'll just be cue cards. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Peter, Peter, Peter Gabriel's just playing. One girl. No, but I sleep like a washing machine. So when I wake up, my blankets are on the ground because I'm always constantly turning, turning, turning. But I went every time I went to the doctor about it because I was like, really? And I was like going through this like massive depression, like all this stuff was happening. Doctor's like, you got to lose weight. You got to lose weight, and uh, I've got. There was like pre-diabetes. She's like, you got to lose weight. You got to lose weight. And pre-diabetes. Yeah, both Whoa. my parents are uh, yeah. old. You know, onset diabetes, yeah, yeah, and yeah. um, that's type two onset diabetes. Is that correct? Because type one's the one you're born with. It's nothing to do with your yeah. diet that you're kind cool. of just yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. there's like there's uh, I've got really low blood pressure. It, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, low. Which, yeah, which which causes trouble in other ways because I get. Um, like sometimes, especially if I'm doing an hour of stand-up around the 45-minute mark, I start getting dizzy because mm. the blood pressure doesn't can't pump get, into it your can't muscle, get to yeah. my brain, brain right. and I get really light. So I have to be careful when it's hot and stuff that I don't get. And even today, this morning, get doing weights, like, you know, um, being down low and then lifting up and lifting weights. That you get a bit rush. of like that, yeah. yeah have you fainted? Because I've heard that's a big thing with low blood yeah. pressure. People faint. Yeah, I've had a few close calls when I've been driving. And that oh, good. Brings, yeah, I'm good. glad to hear it. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but everything was like lose weight, it'll make things better. Lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. So, after the thing happened with the real estate agent, I. Uh, <laughs> for the context, for the people yeah. who don't know, the real estate agent is the ex boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. just suddenly we're in a new <laughs> situation where no, a real. No, no, no. You were um, dating a real estate agent. I know. And, and before that, car sales. Seriously. Oh, oh wow. Who's, yeah. Oh, God. my God. Like, next I'll just, ma- I'll just like, date some garbage. It might just be better. <laughs> that is a Shout out to our real estate agent. <laughs> <laughs> there are a couple. <laughs> the third would be the lawyer, the, lead, the third least trustworthy oh, profession. Oh, the lawyer. Oh, yeah. Is there a lawyer? I just said it as a joke. Yeah. There, I'm just trying to think if there's a lawyer. <laughs> no. Uh, lately, it's been a, um, a uh, jazz musician. Oh, okay, a little Coupled bit with a chef. Yeah, right, right, oh, right. Well, chef. <laughs> I think, wait, two, two different people or is it the same person who just jazz and chef? Uh, different people, but right. I'm worried about if the chef makes a return because he might make me fat again. Yeah, but he'll come ah, in the dream no. first. <laughs> yeah, 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 chopped or whatever. What the fuck's going on? So you think if the chef thing goes well that there's going to be more food back in the mix? I don't know. Look, there's still so many demons like that – 
Yeah, I don't know. Okay. There's, okay. there's so many. There's so many food demons. Oh fuck yeah! I, but, I know this is you and I caught up. Uh, we yeah. were at a show last Monday, and we just almost got stuck into it. I yeah. was like, no, no, save, save all yeah. this, save all this. Save all. <laughs> so let's let's go quickly. So breakup happens. Shit, uh, you go. Doctor yeah. says you need to lose weight. Hideously, yeah. Go to the and doctor. Did, did you have that feeling where when someone says you go like fuck you, mate? I know. Like it's like yeah. you're not telling me anything I don't already know. Yeah, that's the biggest. This is the biggest thing I've noticed when I'm fat, skinny. When I'm losing weight, everyone's got something to say. Everyone's got a million things to say. When especially I st- family. Oh my god! And, and my family are very Italian, and they don't yeah. hold anything back. My brother, who I love very much, Christopher. Uh, no, Matthew, the ah, other one. The other one. The cripple. Uh, Matt- Is he cripple? Oh, yeah, he. Um, he six months ago he fell off a roof at work, and oh. now he's in a lot of trouble. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no, Matthew. <laughs> but this is the, the, the context of the story, right? So he, we didn't fall off. A, like the ladder gave way underneath him when he was oh, standing on a ladder on the roof, and because he's a plumber. Anyway, yeah. that gives context the story. So I've been doing weightlifting, and I post a lot about it on Instagram. It's it's fun because you feel like yeah, you're learning all these moves, yeah. and it's really cool. Like you know, clean and jerk, whatever. Um, and I showed my brother. Um, me doing some, you know, ama- it was a really achievable, like it was yes, amazing like a big day, moment for you, big yeah. moment for me. I was like, look at this. This is like thirty-five kilos, and I'm pressing or whatever, or, mm, you know, bench pressing but, or lift, like uh, deadlifting, deadlifts. Isn't no, it? no, my deadlifts are eighty-five, baby. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it was like cleaning jerk or something like that. Anyway, and he, uh, he's like Kelly. I mean, guys don't really like women who weight lift. Oh, it's like it's not really attractive. Mate, and I'm like, mate, what dude, are you doing, Matthew? You're, you're laying on your back. You've never. He's like, <laughs> yeah. don't you know? And he said to me, he goes, don't you know? Like, you know what you need to do to lose weight? This is what you need to do. And I'm like, tell me, Matt. Tell me what I fucking need to do to lose weight, right. you goddamn cripple father. Yeah, like, yeah, you've yeah. never been to a gym in your life. You've never watched your weight. Anytime yeah. he's watched his weight and lost weight, it's because he goes, oh, I just didn't eat today. But that's his way of losing weight. I'm like, don't tell me. And also, I'm still single when I wasn't weight, like lifting weights. So it's got nothing to do with nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's so frustrating because it's like. There's, there's two things at play because, uh, uh, number one, it's your family and you do really want their approval and validation at some point. But yeah, at the but same time, you're like, you're the one person who should just love me regardless. Yeah. You're meant to fucking just get, hey, well done, good job, and thank you. And I've had this, you know, I've put my parents on a complete ban on talking about my weight, um, oh, good or bad. Good. good or bad, I just mm. say, look, it just bumps me out because y- even if they say, hey, you're looking good now, that framing is yeah. like going, oh, that means – you had, you I know, can eat. yeah. Oh, I just feel, oh, like if yeah. I miss a workout or whatever, if dad yeah. says, oh, make sure you go for a run. I'm like, don't tell me what to do. I'll run if I fucking want, you know? My parents, like, I have dinner with my parents every Sunday, and my mum cooks delicious food. And last Sunday, we are, uh, um, we have, you know, lasagna. I'm thinking it's my last meal. I'm having, I go for another, another piece. She slaps oh. my hand and goes, oh, no, I don't oh. think so. Dick suck. And if you know what dick, dick suck, suck, dick suck in Dutch. I think we know what it means. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty um, sure. I'm, actually- I'm the only one. In this room, who knows what that means? How so. dare you assume I haven't had a dick in my mouth, mate? You don't know what I do on cheat day. <laughs> so, dick suck in Dutch uh, yes. translated means fat bag. What? Yeah, fat bag, fat bag, a fat so, bag. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Dick suck. Wow, well, she called you a dick suck. Dick suck. And I th- well, do you mind if we call this episode dick suck? Yeah. <laughs> dick suck with Kelly Fastuka. <laughs>
Ben, can you put the little like hyphen over yeah, the yeah, yeah. No, it let's not do it. That's so <laughs> but, horrible. But, but it's just that thing where she's so used to me being yeah. uh, fat. And we actually had Dutch relatives. And But then it's that same thing that I've lost the weight, but then they won't stop talking about how fat I was. Right. So it's just like, you know, you, you were very fat, like uh, I'm super having, fat. I'm having another, the flip side of oh. it, which is where they are now frustrated. So when I go back to Sri Lanka, I'm usually there maybe a week, week and a half, two or whatever. And they're frustrated that I don't do what I used to do, which is like cram five meals in a day. Like, cause I, all, they know all my favorite foods. So back in the day, it would be, uh, for the first meal of the day will be this one. Like, it's all planned ahead of mm. time. I'm like, I want to go to that buffet. I want to go to this shop. I want to get mom to cook this, my auntie to cook that. Like, it's all listed and ready mm. to go. Yeah. Whereas now when I'm going, I'm like, no, 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 I'll, don't worry about it. I'll just save it for one of the days. Like, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll do the no carbs thing during mm. the week and then cheat day, I'll yeah. have whatever. Mm. And that frustrates them because they're now not, they don't know. They feel like I'm having a bad holiday. I'm like, no, no, no. These are the bad habits that we've developed over the yeah. last three decades that I'm trying to shake off. Ma- so yeah. don't make me feel even harder. Like, yeah. it's, it's not easy for me to say no to yeah. know, my mom's cooking and you know but I was like look just 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 to be supportive just say yeah cool no worries that's fine remember but- how you used to feed me with love that's oh, got yeah. to stop, and we have to like connect in other ways. It's right. not food. Well, that's like, yeah. what is go that's for a walk. Very or... hard for an Italian family, mate. You're telling me it's everything. Oh. My mum is like, I never heard "I love you" till I was 25, <laughs> but, but I always was fed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's it. And also, it's like my my thing was like my mum would say, "If you like grandma would cook food, and if you don't eat yeah. it, it's like you don't love grandma." And or she'd oh. refer to the last the last bit of food on the plate. She'd refer wow. to it as the Bismillah part. Because that's the part that apparently Allah has blessed the most or whatever. <laughs> and I asked mum, like, because now I'm like, well, of course, and that's why I have this compulsion to make sure everything is cleaned off the plate. Like nothing stays because you're after that last yeah. bit. So I asked mum, why did you do that? Why did you say business? <laughs> what does it even mean? And she goes, I don't know. My mum used to do it to me. So I just did it for you guys. That's a big deal. And I reckon you probably had this as well where you had to eat growing up, eat all the food off your plate. Yes. Yeah. Because we were poor. So it was a big thing where, you, like, you're so ungrateful and yes. the guilt of, like, not. And it wasn't until my brother-in-law pointed it out a few years ago where he's like, Kelly, you know you don't have to eat everything on the plate. Right. It's okay to leave, like, some potatoes and blah, blah, blah. But we, us kids, like me and my sister, we always talk about this, how we would eat until I'm like, I can't, I'm just, yeah. like, I'm ill. Oh, just there's a bit of schnitzel left. I'm yeah, just, like, totally. Disgusting. And there's also <laughs> something weird, like, just that, that, I was. I feel like there's a big part of me that loves that feeling of pa- like being on bed too full. Past there's something somewhere I saw, and I reckon it's linked to uh, Baloo the Bear and P- Timon and Pumbaa. Like <laughs> just them binging, and then like there's, there's something yeah. attract. Like my favorite characters were always the lazy fat ones, and yeah. for some reason my bo- my brain as a developing child has adopted as being that's the that's the cool way to live. Just being fancy free, footloose, just lying there with big stomach, going oh. Oh, I Especially too much. when it's so carb heavy. Yeah. Like, you know, when you just come, that's what with Italian food. Like, I grew up with Italian food because we grew up in North Carlton. Oh, yeah. And my parents, when they started their physio, uh, a lot of the nonnas in the areas, yeah. were, like, they couldn't pay. So they would pay in <gasps> pasta. What? Oh. So it was amazing oh, my God. because I remember, like, we'd come home from school and be like, what are we eating today? Homemade gnocchi. <laughs> and with, like, giant yeah. ravioli. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just giant wow. ravioli, too, with, like, a filling that was so delicious. Hello, Dr. Ian. I've got a back problem. <laughs> well, that would be three spaghettis, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. well. We used to pay people in meat because Dad was a butcher. Yeah, so I go. would always like someone would like do some plumbing work. Did you guys 
grew up in the fucking eighteen hundreds. What's going on? Oh, yeah. It's a real it, a bartering system. Yeah, Italian yeah. and Greece. That, yeah. And they still do it. Yeah. Like, like it's just all bartering. Like oh when God. I when we made uh I, I stopped eating meat about six months ago. And when we I, I know when I did eat meat, we used to make our own salamis and stuff. Oh. So Did that disown you from the family when you said you don't eat meat anymore? Well, actually I was talking to Dad about it the other night and Because he smokes his own meat 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 and stuff, right? Yeah, I've seen yeah. you post stuff about that. Yeah, but he. Uh, Prosciutto. He, what, yeah. a, what a dick sucker. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but he stopped. He stopped eating meat as well. Like I don't know. We because we're very big animal. I don't know. Just lately, it's it, one by one. Everyone in our family just kind of turned our back on the meat, and we're not okay. doing. Well, we're not doing the salami thing anymore. But when we did have them, the appreciation people got were like. Are you kidding? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, these are homemade. These ones are the hot and spicy ones. Yeah, these ones are, yeah, and they're all cryvacked, yeah. you know. Oh, but yeah, look yeah. at you, oh man, Dilk. Because <laughs> those, no, those are non cheat day meals as well. I can have that during oh, the week. I know, so and the, the prosciutto was like salty. Prosciutto. Like, yeah, we used to have prosciutto hanging from the garage. Like, this was like, I mean, the last time we did it was two years ago, three years ago. Wow, 97's yeah. nothing. I thought you'd be like no. 150. Yeah. <laughs> Prosciutto hanging in the I backyard. Know. What Again, not that fattening. Oh, you know how you just said that thing about your mum? I just reminded myself that Father's Day, I uh, went over to Dad's and us kids went over and we made breakfast for Dad. And I made like, I made like poached because I don't, the only eggs I eat now are like poached eggs or hard boiled. Like, mm. you know, I had all this stuff and I made hash browns as well. And I had one, I had everything. And that day there, I, in particular, I was putting everything in my fitness pal. And I had one oh, yeah. one little hash brown and then I was like, there was one more left. I was like, I'll just – and I just – everyone was talking and I went and grabbed it. And in the middle of the conversation, without saying anything or anything, my dad noticed me taking the last hash brown. He went, do you sure you want to eat that? In front of everyone. In front of everybody. And I picked, I had it in my hand and I threw it. Oh, <laughs> at him? At him? <laughs> it hit the wall. Oh, <laughs> my God, you threw it at so him. I was so mad because I was like, what the? And my sister yelled at him as well. She's like, Dad, look how good she's doing. Don't make her feel bad. I know, exactly. Okay. And it comes, and it comes, and this is the annoying thing, it comes from a good place. But then there's only so much I'm willing to accept that as an excuse. Totally. And the reason I'm sounding so passionate right now is because clearly I'm going through the same thing yeah. <laughs> with yeah. my parents because I know they're coming from a good place yeah. but I'm like you don't get it everything that you're saying and you're concerned about I run that that dialogue in my head once every hour yep. every day for yep. the last 25 years or whatever since yep. I've been putting on yep. weight it bums me out knowing that these two people that I love so dearly yeah. and I want their unconditional support and love have those same fears. And, and I think it comes from a, sometimes a bit of a selfish place because they don't want you to go back there because it makes them feel horrible. Uh, so yeah. it's, in what way? I didn't follow. So, so for instance, like if you if you go back to that weight, then they'll spend the whole time worrying about it. So they're trying to stop you going back to what you were before with like the yo-yoing. That's what my right. mum says. She's going, well, you're you're a parent. You've got two kids, yeah. right? How do you see similarities in certain behaviours that the kids are doing? And you want to protect themselves from their own bad behaviors. Yes. And the big one we've been talking about recently is we don't give our kids much sugar, but also I'm very aware that my mum gave me no sugar, no junk yes. food. And when I hit yes. 20, yes. it went the other way. Yes. So yes. I'm trying to now with my drip feed to, the sugar. Yeah. Because that find ha- a balance. And we have this, like, we have this way, for instance, like we do this with screen time as well. It's like Minka only knows. Screen can, Time Australia. Uh, script- <laughs> if you get in production, uh, grant <laughs> from production. Um, so they, 
can watch two hours of screen time yeah. a week. Now that's a lot. That's not much. It's not two hours a week. Two hours a week. My Daredevil season three is out. You crazy? <laughs> that's not enough time for that. So they wow. watch a bit of Peppa Pig, and that's and that's because we're home a lot with them. So we sure. just want to engage with them a bit. Yeah, no, but, that's a good call. With the food one, so for instance, also just uh, junk food that's semi-healthy. So like for instance, we do the Bliss Balls, the healthy cookies, which have honey or uh, you know right. syrup. So in there's it. a treat. Attached to yeah, it, but it's not damaging. Because my sense. memory is going to oh, the mate. local health food store wow. and going in and then going, Mum's like, okay, you get to pick it. And it was a choice between a carob koala. Yeah, I remember this. And then like and then like some smoothie, but it was just like <laughs> almond milk and something. And that that was my Now trip. that is a dick suck. That <laughs> is real. <laughs> it is. And it was brutal. And then it wasn't until like I got older. Wow. So I'm really, really with my kids in particular. I was like, wow. drip feed them. Like you know, yeah. Well, and- that's like the French with uh, with booze, right? Because they start introducing wine to the table like from the age of thirteen, fourteen. No yeah. one gets proper like maggot, maggot, or whatever. So they when they turn eighteen, it. they just do know how to drink better. Whereas, like, say someone like me who was scared about you know getting caught drinking to my parents when I come to Australia, all of a sudden they're not there. So I'm like, fuck it, let's yep. go full throttle. Dude. So that's what you kind of want to worry about with your kids not having and the those French outlets. approach is what we've taken because when you go to school in, in primary school, they have a chef at every school. You get lunch made. It's like five different food groups. There's a book that goes out to every parent in France going what they should eat, what's healthy for you. And the French rule is how they do it with their kids is they give each food to their kid at least 20 times. And we've done that. Oh, yeah, you've mentioned this. Yeah, with Minka. So now she's just great because- Sun-dried tomatoes was the most recent one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd be like- Or or another one, she's like, Daddy- Oh, you know what I feel like? I feel like cracker with brie today. <gasps> you know, and a four-year-old never says that when you've got other four-year-olds going, I'll just eat fucking pasta. <laughs> yeah, like, he only <laughs> eats pasta. It's like chopper eat as a kid, isn't it? <laughs> I fucking I pasta. pasta. Yeah. Um, I think me and Ben were, are the same person. Because that whole thing with the junk food is exactly what happened in my house. Yeah. Because it was just like no lollies, no chocolate. And then, of course, I started working at McDonald's when I was 16. Fuck, hello. Yeah. Like I went cra- – and that's why I've always been like a Have you always been a g- b- big kid or you, yeah. you're more yo-yo-y as well, aren't you? Yo-yo-y because yeah. I'll be fat for two years. Like I always talk about it in like how many skinnies have you had. This is probably – probably <laughs> How many what, sorry? It's like how many fats and skinny. Like I'll look at photos <laughs> of the past and go, that's my third fat. Oh, that's my, I get you. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, yeah. That's my second skinny yeah yeah and I, like at the moment i'm probably going on my fourth skinny okay from my See, be, fat i know yo, i think yo, both, yo. both, both, oh, both ben and i can totally relate to that with the same exact yeah. same thing we went through yeah. i think i've for the majority of my life i've been fat fat like always putting on or having weight issues like it's i would i can imagine like so when i was a kid i was till i was nine i was skinny yeah and then just start putting it on and since then there's only been two instances of dropping weight yeah. and this is the third one so this would be my third Your skinny third. i guess if i don't count the first how many clothes years. how much uh, clothes you have in your like, wardrobe of yours mate i'm ch- chucking it out so i had a uber uber driver that ended up talking about uh weight loss and stuff and he said one of the best feelings you can do is uh yep. just decide make a decision that those clothes are not for you anymore and donate the lot all the big clothes I'm start scared. getting rid of no, but then do it. Clothes. You have to do I it. I know, but that way, that way, that gives you another extra reason not to. Uh, and and want don't to- do it in one hit. So because- what I did is I did it in stages. So you just you don't do it in one hit, and you, you enjoy the feeling. Instead of just once, you enjoy it three times. So I'd have like I had oh, three bags of right. clothes and then went, yeah, I don't need that. And I still have it. So it's not as daunting. But then when you go back and again, you still have that feeling going, no, nah, I've still kept the weight off. Here's another bunch. Yeah, righto. Okay. Because uh, the other thing is I don't know whether you feel like this, Kelly, um, but my brain is still 
my brain's equilibrium is lazy binge eating guy who is fat. You almost have to remind yourself yeah. about how far you've come because we're always yeah. we're always in that I'm yes. still a fat brain. The, exactly. The, dia- I, the dialogue is still fat brain. I still catch myself walking past a window on the street and see my body and go, "Oh, is that me?" Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just I'm, I'm so used to just being chubby. Right, right. So now tell me this though because uh, mm. what I want to talk about is the mm. Hardest part about any kind of weight loss journey, as mm. they say, is, is is getting the start because the start, yeah. the, the 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 mismatch between the difficulty of doing the activity and changing the bad behavior yeah. versus the results showing. So you're at that point now where the results are clearly starting to show so Yay! well, so that you do then get motivated to keep going because you know how the process finally ends up being. You're uh, on the there. way. So for me and Ben to get over that initial hump about you know. Uh, what are you counting? How long it's been? Yeah, I'm just so counting been, my brain. Say, six months. April, May, June, July, August, September, October. So six months, right? Yeah. So over the six months, now you're starting to see the results. The clothes yeah. are fitting. You told me you, you know, you you'd be buying clothes that you didn't think you were going to be buying. Yeah. Um, so all that's happening now. So that then compounds itself into more, you know, keep sticking to the routine, getting up at six a.m., doing PT. Uh. The hardest part for, and I think a lot of listeners can might be able to relate to, <clears> is finding the motivation to push through that initial pain barrier. So for Ben and me, it was um, it was the bet, yep. knowing that each other is who. One. Me. Oh, yeah. really? Yes. You paid him a thousand dollars. I paid him a thousand bucks. I love. Keep please. I can't stop hearing you. It was. That. Uh, it was uh, extremely painful. Uh, mm. I took out a thousand dollars cash. Uh, He's out a of the father, RTS. Dill. Was it? He's a father. Yeah, but it was his bet. His it was his bet. <laughs> I, wa- I, I wanted to make it a hundred bucks. And do you know how expensive childcare is? I do not. Uh, do you know how fun Thailand was? <laughs> but Ben, um, but Ben, then, you then, look incredible. Thank you. Your thank face. You. Like I remember you put a thing on Facebook where the first time I hadn't seen you in ages and then even like Seals was like, have you seen Ben Lomas? And I was mm. like, the fa- the thing yeah, on Facebook the, yeah. on the plane. I was like, you're a different person. It's incredible. Oh, it's incredible. So proud of you. And, and, and look, and I, I'm feel really proud but it's that same thing where the the thousand dollars was the big spurt to get us started and it really motivates because we're both really competitive but then it was really funny because i think last sunday uh one i bumped into one of the listeners at the zoo and he's like oh monkey bang thousand dollars oh why are we doing monkey access (laughs) we can it's not culturally appropriate in monkey it's Um, problematic the um so so one of the listeners came up and said oh um you know uh, yeah how was it giving over the thousand dollars i said at the start it was really hard but then we just flip it around i flip it around now and go if i could pay a thousand dollars and know that i've lost 22 kilos yes. wow. within a year yeah wow. i'd pay it again okay exactly and that's what our people keep forgetting wow. is as well the yeah. number of weight uh fads and and, and we've done you've them done, all you know what mm. you have uh, yeah. like you've you've genuinely got me i've done Bridges, each one you've of done them. so many things yeah, same. so the fact yeah. that you go well thousand seems small in that comparison yeah. the fact that you've kept it off as well because all the other ones you've put it back on like if michelle bridges is 250 bucks for 12 weeks now you're supposed yeah. to do that in a year that's there you go there's over a thousand bucks you yeah. paid a thousand dollars for the competitiveness and that yeah and that's, and that's the, the great the great thing is like yeah i had the same thing except i earned a thousand dollars but that worked for you oh, that works for you <laughs> yeah, for everyone who says the, the bet was unfair or it was you know you know i should feel guilty. no you set all the standards. Like You're the one. I, I tried to talk you out of it. So it's his fault. He's learned his lesson. Uh, but <laughs> where, where do you guys need to get down to? I need to go by me. about. So now today I came in at 94. So I think another 10 for me. Yep. 84? Yeah, I think yep. 84 is what? my meme. Yeah. And I, nothing left 
Should no, be. and Ben's nearly I'm, older. He's I'm got very like close. I got to get to ninety four point one. Ninety four point one, and he's on ninety eight point. Yeah, so oh he's got God. about five kilos. Did that last four so hard? You know, totally. yeah. And that's why, like, I mean, I'm trying something different. But that, like, now, not that the fasting was t- for the whole point of, of losing weight, but mm. I have to actually do something different because, like, I've actually plateaued for like, yeah, a couple well, of months we, now. Well, we have to get to yours. Uh, yeah, eventually, yeah. but I just do want to get to that oh, point, yeah, Kelly. Okay, what so was your what, what pushed you through those oh. pain pain uh, initial painful and, couple? And of can weeks? I add to that? What, yeah. what, what made this different? Like, is this a different approach or is it the same yeah, approach? Um, okay, so I think – so I started doing this thing um, uh, called – in Richmond called Fitness XO and it's um it's like F45. Yeah. But it's yeah. – um, It's with a kiss Like interval. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it, honestly, it is. Like, it's because it's like – so Jimmy, the guy does it, he – Jimmy! Yeah, and he's like – He's so like I'm so proud. Like it's so much positive positivity because oh. I had I've had people before that are like, "Come on, come on, you pussy," and I don't respond to negative. <laughs> Did they really yeah. say that? Yeah, like come on, get up, get up. Like I don't. You know- should really not be training with Brett Blake. To be fair. Well- <laughs> Well, I don't respond to that. I don't respond to like someone. Fair enough. A few times my trainer, who's awesome, has had to put up with a lot from me, a lot of tears and stuff. A few times she's gone. You, you know, stop being a whinger. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like. Hand up, does not work for me. You need to, and so she changed the way she tra- coaches me because she's lift me up, don't push me down because mm. I'm not going to go further because you're telling me I'm useless. Yes, I yeah. will fucking go into my cave and I will run away. I well, I think the there's each yeah. it, there are people basically are wired differently. There are some people who are motivated by being told not what to they do. Are. I think I think when me definitely, me. I feel like when people <laughs> felt like that, you know, I had no chance because the way my cheat days were so yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I can't wait to prove these people wrong, <laughs> which is great. You know, but always- I like I, I I feed off negativity, but it was in comedy someone telling me that you know i don't think you're funny enough to become full-time with it or whatever i yeah. love that shit so see that's other stuff. people though <laughs> Kiss me. yeah uh-huh. yeah so so jimmy and, and everyone xo so i was really poor as well i had like no money yeah and it was really expensive it's like 215 bucks a month yeah and i just and then, yeah it's really expensive but it's okay, like what do you get for that 215 bucks so unlimited classes and they have like four or five a day. Okay. Monday and Monday to Sunday? Monday through Sunday. Oh, wow. Sunday, multiple classes. And every class is different. So Monday's all body. So the, the shock that you're talking about in the, terms of the plateauing, like Monday's all body, Tuesday's arms, Wednesday's yep. cardio, Thursday's legs. So you're always like mixing, you know, it, mixing it up and stuff. Do you like the community social aspect of it? Yeah. Or do you prefer one-on-one? Well, no, no, no. I it's like, not one-on-one, is it? No, no, no. It's like, it, like it's, F45. It's F45. So it's like either 10 or 30 people there depending. Right. Um, but there's something about it where, where I don't know, like Jimmy was always like because I couldn't afford it and he's like, how come I don't see you here all the time? And I was like, oh, and I was like, honestly, I can't afford it, but that's okay because it's expensive. Like famous actors and football. Let's go to this class. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like of course, it's supposed to be expensive. You're supposed to keep right. the Deros out like yeah. me. And he just worked things out with me where he really took care of me. Like he went, I want to make sure you lose weight. Because it wasn't even lose weight. He was like, I want you to be strong. He's like, what's happening? I was like, oh, you know, I've broken up with, you know, love of my life and I've quit smoking. I've put on all this weight. That's another thing because I quit smoking. Right. And I said, I've gone through this, you know, pretty bad depression right now. And he was like. I want you to feel strong. He's like, wait, I don't give a shit about it. And he took me in and really made sure, like he was like, you guarantee, he's like, I'll do this for you if you guarantee you'll be here four to five times a week. That's so sweet. And And it feels nice when you know you're not alone as well and that someone is invested in your success. Yeah, and even like last night, I went last night and um, one of the girls that runs one of the classes was doing push-ups on her, her knees 
and I was doing them on my toes. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, Cal, look at this. Look yeah. at you. Like, because I know, especially with push-ups, like it's six months' time, I can do push-ups, multiple push-ups in a row now. Yeah. Whereas before, it's I could just, not lift 97 kilos, but I can push up 82, yeah. Yeah. which I am now, which I've been 82 for about three weeks because I'm plateauing Plateau. pretty fucking yes. bad. Yes. But then again, that's the thing. It's like, wouldn't you rather be in a plateau situation yeah, than yeah, yeah. where you're at the start? Like, that's what we keep forgetting to celebrate the wins because the the, the distance still to go is so fucking hard. Yeah. Like, you know, if you keep focusing on the finish line and seeing – worried about how far you're off from the finish line, yeah. you, 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 it can be demoralizing. Whereas <laughs> you go finding things, this is what I want to try and get to because I think it is key to anything we've done mm. is finding a thing that works for you that you get the reward immediately. Like yeah. you rig the parameters to find the wins now. So even say with stand-up, like when I started, it was not about whether this five minutes in Belgrave is going to actually get me closer to, <laughs> to you know, doing something. It's more like, hey, <laughs> I get to perform. Fans. I get to perform for five minutes. I can't believe someone's yeah. booking me. Like the win was there. And you know that walking mm. into the gig and wa- you're going to walk out a better performer than you were walking in. And that's how I try and treat the gym or the run or whatever that I do, knowing that regardless of how good or bad I go, the mere fact that I showed up, that I clocked in, yeah. is mm. means that I'm going to walk out fitter or learn something about myself you know there's always benefits to just showing up yeah. right and and there's there's also something to be said for celebrating uh the wins more than once and so that's what i've been doing yeah. uh, on instagram so for instance yeah. i posted a picture of me in a suit and, yes and and, it, and the reason why i posted that was like i just want to celebrate again that i don't fit in that suit anymore i've actually had to get it tailor-made to fit me better but putting just posting that up and getting the feedback i'm just celebrating the win again so it just yes. keeps that momentum up i've yeah. never done that yeah, it's really, it's really good. Done it's really fulfilling. Done. Like I've put up, like um, whenever I've had a good um, session, like I haven't posted any um, weightlifting stuff in a while because I haven't had great sessions. But then today, define I had what a you mean one. by great session. Just yeah. what, get it. what makes you think that it's not great? What, as in, I'm, I'm genuinely trying to understand oh, what yeah. makes a great um, session to you. Just um, was couldn't get the, just couldn't get it. Just couldn't get the weights I was trying to get, and oh, like well, lift, you couldn't like it was, couldn't lift. Yeah. Right, right. Well, and how do you feel mentally after those sessions? Well, I I had a bit of a <laughs> uh, the last one I had a bad session. I had a bit of a cry, but okay. I also had so there was you know. Listen, I mean, we're all trying to do a really great job out there. Uh, but, but I think that's what's important to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. To talk about because you'd be surprised how many everyone uh, pretty much goes through have, this was, was this Was the bad session a trigger from other things? Or? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. I was showing up because I was like, I've got to keep going. Like there was other things that were happening that were just like really weighing me down. And, right. And she, and she is uh, Sarah, my PT. She's incredible. She's amazing. She has put up so much with me. Right. Um, but also she, because she cares. She's very life coaching. She cares. And so she's like, have you have you seen the physio? Because my wrist was playing up. She's like, have you seen the physio? Have you done this? How's your food going? And because she just kept on asking me how it was, yeah. I got I got really overwhelmed, and yeah. I'm just yeah. like, stop it, I can't. Yeah. And she wasn't being she, sure. she was being awesome, but right. and she didn't realize that I was in a really delicate position. I, I I had a similar thing three four weeks ago where my trainer my PT was trying to do boxing with me, 
And he was yeah. just like, come on, you're not doing it correctly. And I just went, fuck, I'm not doing it. Like, I actually just walked away from him. Yeah. Because I just was not in the right headspace. Yeah. And I think everyone at some point will have, like, Adam Rosenbach's talked about having bad runs. Like, sometimes yeah. you just have a run that you just can't get the momentum going. But especially and- when, like, so the boxing, you couldn't get it. That's what I mean. Like, sometimes yeah. you just can't get the yeah. formula and Yeah, the and just rhythm, the motivation. I'm like, it's too hard. I'm trying to think of too many things. Like, there was, like, you know, yeah. left, right, uppercut, blah, blah. I'm like, it's fucking too hard. Yeah. Can, I, yeah. can I just, because I think I've just found so much joy in just the simplicity of running that I'm yeah. like, don't, like, I'm, I'm not in the mood to think. I just need to do something that's, you but know, that's palatable. You, and then, and in that, that moment, at least, yeah. you know, so. And that all changed. Like, I've, I've, mm. we've been talking about it. I injured myself uh, yeah. pretty badly in my shoulder playing oh. too much squash, and I didn't realize how much squash meant to me. Oh. Right. But now, so much so that I have completely had to change my game. So I would oh. hit it really hard. I can't hit it hard anymore. Like, right. I, I can't. So I was getting so frustrated that I couldn't well. play the game. So I had to completely change my mindset, the way I play. And that's taken a couple of weeks until, like, last Monday, the guy who I usually play with mm. i could actually beat playing a completely different oh, style yeah yeah yeah. Ah. yeah but i knew that i'd have to build up to that and i wasn't sure whether i'd get to that and yeah. now the reward is insane because i'm playing better better than i have before <laughs> yeah. because i'm restricted by an injury that i'm still trying to heal and the feeling like the, I, the feeling of just walking away like he even said he said mate it's like playing another player yeah wow. and i was like strategic yeah it was just yeah. amazing that's incredible because you actually pulled it back because you have to go back to move forward sometimes yeah. because you're better on a more stable foundation than you are on a rocky you know rocky right. ground sort of thing it's like um i was rowing all the time and jimmy was like when you row i want you to do this i love like it this. that he's called jimmy I yeah just, <laughs> oh, and if you meet him so so but the people that kept me going was celia and nicolette minster they're yep. very, oh, yeah. so the three of us have been going to exo for months together and sometimes I'm like, Nicolette, you're fucking going today. And she's like, I don't want to. I'm like, get out of bed. Like we push each other in that way. Oliver Clark started coming mm. as well. Like, and In the look- suit? <laughs> he's just going making muffins in the background where he's like this and shit but like yeah but Jimmy was like I want you to row this way and it felt really unco. I was like I don't want to do it like that. That feels weird. He's like no, 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 trust me. You, and I had to go back and start going slower on the rower to build up a different way. This technique. Yeah, yeah right. there was a technique because I was I was going forward too quickly and I had to wait because I've got shorter legs, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. just stuff like that. But that's really good though. Someone said to never like try and think of um, like there's no such thing as a setback necessarily. You might have like harder days or whatever, but the mere fact that you're even going through it means you're still learning something new about yourself. So yeah. you're still moving forward. Do you know what I mean? I know, but, but I just want I don't to know, lose the rest of the way. I know, I know. But <laughs> with the mental uh, struggle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I get the Oh, shit, yeah. Totally. Like, it started at 97, so six months later I'm 82. But this is what I'm starting to like worry about with me as well is to, you know, my biggest fear, I'm, I fear relapses so badly, right? Mate, yeah. I, I, yeah. mate you so are I want, preaching I think, to the yeah, choir. So you were saying to me the other day that mm. um, but when it comes to eating like even one serving of pasta, you're yeah. scared that you'll just go back. Yeah, I, uh, so, oh, man, it's so bad, isn't it? Like there's, I'm just terrified all the time. My relationship with food, I feel at this point now I should be getting therapy to deal with my relationship with food. Do you? Because uh, I haven't had therapy in a while. But do you know what I mean? Because that's what it is now. Oh, shit, yeah. For me, like 100%. a horrible thing where I'm weighing, I'm, you know, people who eat to live, live to eat. Like yes. I live to eat 
because I loved eating. I've said this on the podcast multiple times before. The one one of the main, or if not the only, drawback of cheat days, I would say for me, is that I still it causes me to fetishize food and not change yeah. my relationship with food. Yeah. I'm aware of it, which so is I'm, what I'm worried about. Because when you talk about the cheat day, obviously it's working for you, and I would love to do it, but I'm mm. scared that. Once I let the fucking monster out, the monster of pasta, garlic bread, prawns, mm. fucking candy, chocolate. I haven't had lollies, like a lolly in six yeah. months. So, yep, yep. But the thing that, that because of that same, so I guess with, in that yeah. same way, you and I, and three of us actually are all wired the same way. Yeah. Um, because of that fear is why I give myself that one day to allow it. Yeah. So you let the monster out for a little bit, like let it roam free a bit and then yeah. rail it in. It's some the analogy is something to do with when you want to tame a wild horse, you keep the lead like you you have the pole in the middle and have a really long uh, rope mm-hmm. and let it sort of run as fight thinks it's running heaps. And then each day you slowly like recoil it in and before you know it it's just in the one place. But isn't Mondays yeah. hard for you? No, I do it on Saturday, first of all. Oh, okay. And here's the thing. Initially, yes. Initially, you go, fuck, that was so great. I wish I could go back. I think, Or rather, this is the biggest one. When you start doing cheat days, you have big plans for what you're going to do that day. Oh. And then all of a sudden, you don't have enough you know, food capacity, like stomach capacity or time in the day to do it all. So you start to go, oh, no, I didn't get to have this and this and this. But then over a while you go, well, who gives a shit? You can do it on Saturday again. Like it's you're literally six days away from having it again. And mm. ra- so for me, the thing I said is it's easier for me to go <laughs> not with food. It's easier for me to go not now than never again. I would. Yep. My cheat day might run into this Sunday and Monday though. That's what I'm scared and about. I, and I think that's the reason why I haven't been able to yeah. do it. But I think it's sometimes harder for you two uh, because uh, you, you're both single. So there's moments where you do eat a lot by yourself. And Dill's yeah. talked a, a lot about conscious eating. Mm. So you actually you're aware of what you're eating. Mm. But I've noticed that I've changed it that um, – like I eat to live. So yeah. food doesn't have the importance. I don't really fetishize it. Is that the word? Fetishize. Fetishize it um, <laughs> because I'm more focused on enjoying the family around it. And because I've got kids yeah. and I'm with my family, we eat all the time. I, I've really been more conscious, which is actually comes back to what we were talking, conscious about enjoying the meal with them and talking to my kids mm. and how they're eating it rather than going, is this enough? Yeah. yeah, I now only serve up once. I only eat once. That's my one meal. Yeah. portion control. But also, I'm not just like, oh, how good is this? Yeah. I enjoy it, but yeah. I'm not just going, oh, I need more of this or I need more sauce yeah. of that. And slower? Do you, Do you eat slower? Yeah, we, we had a barbecue. We because summer's coming up. We have a barbecue in the park, so the park's just right across the road. Yeah. So we have dinner in the park. Yeah. all the time. And like, so it's like it's nice, sort of like yeah, you know, bonding moments. As yeah, well. bonding moments. You have such re- a great life, Ben. I, at the moment now, I am generally really, really enjoying it. <laughs> Your life's so great. And, but like it just sounds really good. But it's just it's just being like it's but it's also it's doing this and 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 like Dylan and I have talked about it, but just being really conscious yeah. of of the moment. And once you're conscious of whether you are then binge eating or mm. or you're not, but it like classic examples because I was fasting, I couldn't have it right. So my my son like son's just like daddy sausage, and he just hold it up, and I was like, oh, not now. And then instead of just talking about why I'm not eating, which I didn't really want to go into, I was like, well, because he's one. Yeah. He's one. <laughs> No, he's two. But I was like, are you going to break that sausage in half? He's like, yeah. And then he just snapped it and then dipped it in sauce. And it was just the, he was just so happy in that moment. Yeah. And I was so happy for him. Mm. Two reasons he was having fun. <laughs> and the other one was like, I'm living this sausage fantasy through him. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, you enjoy it. You have the most of it. Well, we, yeah, we talked about that the, 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 somewhere when I had my, like, relapse in the middle where it was just, like, just not shaming yourself if you didn't yeah. want to get it. Like, one of the hardest. One you had of a the- relapse? 
Yeah, straight out of comedy festival, I just dill had day. A, I had dill dill day. Yeah, which dill was day. technically dill a whole week with me just binging. <laughs> really? Because what happened was it was all fine and games while you We're know busy. But, uh, well, yeah, and it just mm. stress kicks in and fear or whatever all that. Yeah, and right. so what the lesson I took away from that is going oh, okay. Do it if you even if it's midweek. All of a sudden, I'm just craving ice cream or whatever. Have it, but then just go. Okay, you've got your treat. You've enjoyed it. Now just get back on track and just not shaming the behavior and thinking of it as bad behavior, because that's what's worrying me it's about hard, the way you hard. your your relationship right, that's too. Hard, I. Eh? Yeah. So your pastor, for example, this is going to sound weird, but like, what what's the long term plan then? If you're not going to have – so far you haven't had lollies and pasta. You were about to say how long you've not had lollies for? Yeah, so six months I haven't had any of that stuff. But I, uh, the last f- month or two I have let, uh, you know, a bit of garlic bread come in and um, a little bit of pasta. Like I made I, – right. my meal prep is I made a bunch of bolognese and stuff, so I have that. Yeah, nice. But I have it with bran rice. Yep. Um, or high fibre – you know the you know those like chickpea – um, pasta yep. like penne, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. a have you tried zucchini pasta? Like the I have, and I'm like, <laughs> do it? I don't know, yeah. I'm yeah, just yeah. like override. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's a, yeah, it's just a trick in the brain. Because I literally have in my notes here for Stuka written that about, oh, about this thing about just going, you know, why you wor- you worried that one meal might set you right back. Yeah, I think uh, so. I've, uh, so lollies, I haven't let in a bit of like ice cream, especially like sugar free ice cream, sugar free biscuits. I've let in a bit. Yeah, chips, no lollies, no, and chocolate, no. And you start to realize, you know that they're not setting you back at all right is that is well, that internalized yet or is it still more on a i don't know i think something needs to change because i've plateaued uh, I, like i've been on 82 so i've lost 15 kilos and i've been on 82 for a while okay and, and but the but the workout and diet hasn't changed is uh, that what you're saying by plateau as in everything well, else you're trying to work out whether you've had a relapse or not what no i haven't no so you can definitely say no relapse um, I'm, I'm the only, I mean, I've ordered Uber Eats in two, twice in six months. That's and, okay. and, and it's both, it's been Thai food and it's been like, um, like calamari. Cause the stuff. only reason I say that you were wriggling on your chair, yeah. th- like, are you worried about the relapse? Are yeah. You thinking, are you think you're approaching it? Do you think you're, you're close to it? I feel or? like my plateau is going to throw me away, throw it. Yeah. Throw yeah. Motivation. Like, all right. Cause so I'm this like, goes what's the to- fucking point? Right. I'm still working out. I'm still sweating. But then I look at you and the fasting thing now, cause you need to change it up and yep. something needs to change. Cause I need to shock my body. Cause I've, I need to get down to 70. I've got 12 to go. Right. So this is yep. going back to my first question we yeah. asked you, which yep. is about pushing through that tough period at the start, you know? It's my tough understand. now. Well, that's the thing. I'm trying to say, yeah. well, at the time, that's what it feels like. The pain of doing the activity or not doing the, you know, indulging in food, it's mismatched compared to the results of, you know, because yeah. now it's starting to show. So then, then what happens is you hit the plateau yeah. and we're now back to square one almost. So that's why I asked you, what did you do at the time to push through it? So it was Jimmy and Sarah sort of being, yeah. you know, a bit more on Keep board. Keep going, yeah. So how are they now? What's the, Have you talked to them about your feeling? Yeah, your so Jimmy has told me. So I, I ran the 10K a few weeks ago. Yes, which, clap it out. Yeah, like, I mean... I was think, thinking, everybody, you did the half marathon. But anyway, I do do that as well. Whenever someone gives me a compliment, so you'll, so I watched. I it. know. I've noticed. <laughs> no, yeah. I've noticed you do that a lot. Every, even when I said to you, spoke to you the other day, Monday, when I said, "Oh, congrats on doing the 10k." Your quick thing was, "Oh yeah," but it was not as fast as blah blah blah. I'm like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah. you did it. Totally. Like yeah. you in April. I'm really if bad you, at that. If you told yourself in April yeah. that you, hey, in six months you're going to be running 10k, you're doing get the fuck out of here, you maniac. Yeah. Don't talk to me. Yeah. Even, like, Have a bowl of pasta. You need to, <laughs> well, you need to yeah. celebrate your like. 
like swim your own race and all that bullshit because literally during the when I did the half I was listening to me and Ben's episode yeah. one oh, wow. just to enjoy how much I'd moved like how much progress I had yeah, done yeah that's so incredible the yeah. win the well win done. is now like that's the thing you rig the parameters to go hey what's my wins how can I win already I think I have and this goes within comedy I am terrified of anyone thinking that I um I've got tickets on myself like I'm terrified of like Kelly thinks she's so right. good um, that, and that's and, and even with weight that that's the same because even this morning Seals said to me she's like look at your waist your waist has gotten so so skinny and I'm like really and she's like yes stop deflecting the compliment yes. I'm telling you I live with you you have lost weight yes and I know I've lost weight but I don't I feel like no one really knows or sees it like it's but not we we had this as deal. well Kelly well it's, it's you've got to figure out then what it is like that's where I think something like Self-hate. therapy Woo! What's that? Yeah, yeah. That's that's where something like therapy has helped me uh, solidify my weight loss a lot more yeah. because of understanding where the where the uh, insecurities and impulses all that comes from to try yeah. and combat it properly. Like with drinking, for me, like you know. And we but we had that. I reckon we both had that at about the one ten mark. We had a bit of momentum, and mm-hmm. then and for me, like Dill was just losing it a lot quicker than I was, and I was plating out. At, I got to one seven. I was like, like it's really not coming off as quickly as Dill. Yeah. But then it was amazing because we shared that. Because we shared that and when you share it and you go, we'd, we'd compliment each other and go, mate, you nailed it. And we'd high five each other. Mm. And just that little tip when you're at a plateau makes yeah. all the difference. Because if you think about it, you can even treat the plateau as a starting point again. Yeah, that's a good yeah. way of looking at it. Yeah. And, and and that's kind of how I've I've been sitting at 99 for, God, maybe three months now. Like Really? Yeah. Oh. I've been dancing around that 99 mark. I tipped over to 100 again. So oh. for me, something really had to change. And so oh, that's why I've that's been fantastic. just building up to this going, yeah. oh, well, you know, it's been working for Dill. I'll do it in a different way. That's why I think this morning, like, when we were doing we we're doing some pretty complicated um, weightlifting stuff and just, like, watching, like, Seals being able to do it and then I go after her, like, we take it in turns and she's like, mate, like, your technique is so on point. And that's and I'm like, but you, I can see her lat muscles coming out. I'm like, that's what we need because we both have plateaued. She's, you know, done all this stuff as well. And she's like, what's, nothing's happening. And we're both sort of complaining. But when we look down, we have to really, you're right, understand that we both now have got this skill set, which yeah. not a lot of people yeah. have. And we're really fucking strong. Incredibly, incredibly strong. Is it is it fair to say that you're almost like judging yourself on the wrong um, stat, which is weight? Rather than looking at your scales, I think you should start to look at how much you've improved yeah. as the, the 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 movement you're having, the fact that you're able to you know lift certain amount of weights that you never thought you could, the fact that you run ten k, the fact that love the yourself. Fact that, <laughs> but it's Jimmy, I mean that's quite sincerely. Jimmy though, and like, Sarah always say I don't want to know the scales, but yeah. I had a so I had a body scan, you know, those body yeah, scans. We did oh, that. Yeah, we did. Okay. That. We need to do another one. Yeah, we should see oh, how things have changed. Man, yeah. so uh, yeah, I did one about three weeks ago, right. and like my vascular fat when I first yeah. did it in May was like um, was it nineteen? Which is and that's the fat that gives you a stroke and a heart yes. attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nineteen is very high. Yes, totally. and then I did it the other day. So a few weeks ago, I did another one, and it was down to twelve. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Right. I think that's a win. That's a yeah. huge win. And no, but also noticing the guy who did it, he was like, "Oh my god, he was so nice." Like he's like, "Your arms, like I've lost a kilo off each arm." Yeah, you know, like and then around my gut, he was yeah, like, and "That's this our is, biggest this one." Is, yeah. This is the thing I think stomach. That, <laughs> this is, stomach is the most. Brutal. When you sit down on the toilet and you can't see what's there. Yeah. 
Well, we, the biggest... Try having a tiny dick, yeah. mate. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Or, or tying but... your shoelaces up and you don't get puffed. That's, I think that's my favourite. Dude, I was doing my shoelaces like on the side because I was a fat person that couldn't I bend over I would put it up much. on a chair like this. Right. Oh I found a reason like, that I've been doing a, a little life hack that I didn't realise was a life hack that over the last three months I, I consciously Velcro. don't. No, I consciously don't uh, take my jeans off and my uh, shoes off by sitting down. I stand and I do it. So twice a day, sorry, yeah, twice a day I work on my balance. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? You don't realize that over time I'm like now I can balance so much better because I'm consciously trying to make sure I don't sit down as I take Ah. my shoes and socks off. So I put my socks on without sitting down. It's really good. I do the same. Like it's really good. It's it's like like a little little bit of yoga. yoga. Yeah. <laughs> but I with, kill it at yoga now because I'm strong. I'm well, there like, you go. This is what yeah. I'm saying. My cardio so, sucks, but I'm strong. One of the things that I worry that I think I'm seeing patterns that I have that I worry about in you, <laughs> which is that I'm trying to change getting the wins as, based on other people's reactions. Because I'm yeah. trying myself. That's why I did the half marathon without telling anyone. Same. I, just, I, I got I, shit for that too. What do you want? Why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me that you were doing? I was like, because it was for me. Yeah, exactly. And it was only I only told Celia like on the Thursday, right before the Sunday, and she she signed up because she's like, I'm gonna do it too. Yeah. And then yeah. my sister goes, I'm gonna do it too. Like, right. But I didn't want anyone to take it away from me because what if I failed and then well, I for told me, all these people? Correct. Well, for me, that's the thing because uh, given the yeah. experience Ben and I had with the podcast and putting so much stuff publicly, I knew that if I told people, I'll be motivated enough to stay on track while I was in Edinburgh and London but I was like can I stay motivated if no one knows about it yeah. am I able to do mm. these uh, big that's runs yeah exactly so the fact that I got through it on my own was a big moment for me and I think Huge. that's what I'm trying to work on more is trying to celebrate the wins in, in organic like by myself not waiting for mm. the guy who's doing the body scan to say hey you're looking great or Celia to say hey your you know, waist is looking great you like you need to start going fuck I am nailing this and you genuinely start celebrating it but I get really scared but don't worry about being arrogant don't worry there's rest of comedians <laughs> will cut you down you piece of shit don't yeah. worry yeah. <laughs> I know, right? so you just at least yourself be nice to yourself but tell me about this fasting thing though Ben because I'm mm. like terrified of it, it, again, when are you going to eat again no no and I will I'm about to eat now uh, okay. with Dill afterwards but Really? Um, <laughs> Your stomach's going to be so tiny. You're tiny, not going to be able no, to fit it in. It's just, it was just try- to do something different and also it's got a real healing process. I've just noticed that, that I've got quite a bit of inflammation in my hip and in my shoulder oh. and they said that if you can do big stints and like every couple of weeks if you do a big stint of fasting, it helps regenerate cells. So every couple of weeks, so once a month maybe? Yeah, once a month. And 60 hours is the most you've done? The, the, the 60, this is the longest one I've done. So what are you having since Monday night, since lasagna, whatever, that, what did you have? Uh, lasagna. Yep. Lasagna. And then we got Monday, Tuesday, and today's Wednesday the 31st. So what have you had in terms of um, food, water, tea, coffee? Just just water, more mineral water just to mix it up, and black coffee. Well, hang on. Didn't you have a magic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's not black coffee. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just trying to get- How are you not- like um, black out? Like how did you not faint it, like an anorexia? It's been really interesting. It, the only time of issue was actually going to sleep uh, right, on Monday night. Pangs, yeah. 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 Uh, well, it was sort of just actually a bit uneasy. It was actually a bit anxious, which I hadn't felt before. Yeah, right. Uh, and then once into it, I mean, I've been really busy with work. So it's been – but what I've really enjoyed though is – and I said it last time when I just did 36, but this time the riding. Like I've been riding more than I ever have before and just because it's – I don't know whether I want to not distract myself from hunger, but I've just got this sense of clarity. So I've just been riding away, right. really enjoying no it. No okay. food, not even like a, like a no. substance, no. like Barack. Or something. No, no. So just How coffee. Is that safe? So, um, so you have to build up to it. So I haven't just gone bang okay. here sixty hours. I've started with like. So what, what, what did you start with? Twenty four uh, was 24, the first one. Then I did thirty six. How long after the twenty four did you do thirty six? Uh, two weeks. 
So you waited two weeks, then tried 36. Yeah, 36. And then another two weeks. Two weeks. And now I've just done 60, which is a big jump. But I also had to time it with like family and stuff. So I could only do it from Sunday night, Monday and Tuesday because the kids are at daycare. I work a lot and I work in the evening as well. So I wanted to make sure that I wasn't at home. Around food and stuff. So what did you – because the last time we spoke about this was when you were in the middle of the 36. Yeah. What can you tell us now that you felt was beneficial enough to make you then do the 60? Uh, Just – how no. good I feel in the middle of in it. What way? Really? What does good, good mean? Uh, no. Just really clear. I mean, I do a lot of meditation and I was doing the flotation tanks as well, yeah. but this time <sighs> it's just um, a real sense of uh, – but also I feel it in my joints. <laughs> like I actually – Right, so feel- you're saying but like physical and yeah. like your, your, well, your yeah. injuries. Wow. What's the what's – the- uh, science or whatever behind the joints being linked to food? Well, look, the, the big oh, one in, is, sorry, terms, um, yeah, is I was fasting. looking at it um, by modulating your hormones, so insulin and growth hormone, uh, it's increasing cellular repair. So it really the cellular repair in and around joints, especially with that like where you, you, know, you generate blood flow, but that yeah. cellular repair just regenerates. You're actually regenerating new cells when your body start when your body starves. And then regenerate. So you know how you do the eighteen hour fast. Yeah. Like it was based on like, hey, how cavemen they didn't just wake up and go, yeah, I'll have breakfast, thanks. Yeah. No, they had to go, go out, di- drive through, <laughs> get a woolly mammoth burger. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so this wow. this is just something I've tried, and the the, the the I mean the the side effect I'm doing it to help my body heal, yeah. but also you know they said you know it also loses weight. So I've lost a kilo from that. Uh, which, you know, to be honest, I wasn't really expecting because I've just plateaued so hard. Yeah. So but, for someone like Kelly who is plateauing, do you, would you recommend it? Um, I would recommend trying Dills first. I reckon. Cheat day? Yeah. I no, reckon, no, no, no. Yeah, my intermittent fasting. Intermittent which fasting. Is where I don't. Two uh, days on. No, 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 no. no, no. Uh, eight, I only eat in an eight-hour window. Yeah, right. So I, for, it depends on yeah. what your style is. Are you a breakfast or a lunch or, or dinner person? Oh, mate. So I'm that- a. I'm yeah. a skip breakfast kind of guy where I'll have two coffees or three coffees in the morning. But so so it's now eleven o'clock and I won't eat till one or two o'clock today. Yeah. And because initially it's hard, but after a while it gets so useful. It's I so work useful. out in the mornings and I need to eat sure. immediately. So then, so then that's what I mean. So in that case, then you know, don't do dinner then. That's what I mean. Well, the problem, <laughs> like last well. night, <laughs> <laughs> so you like- suddenly became like a a, a southern uh, talk show host. Well, <laughs> the problem. The problem, the, uh, the problemo for me is, is that so last night I had dinner at six because I do try not to eat after seven. That's a good one. So, yep. And also before like before gigs, it's like I have to have to be fed before I leave the house. Mm, yep. So I had dinner and it was brown rice with bolognese and it's actually vegetarian bolognese. Like I used you know that corn Q U O R N. It's no. a oh so so it's a vegetarian protein. Yep. Okay. Um, and I made a, a shit, like a shit ton. It's a the whole big meal prep. Anyway, a little bit of cheese on top. And then I got home at like 11 o'clock last night and was starving, like physically ill, like hungry. If I had gone to bed, I wouldn't have slept because I was so hungry. So I had a bit of cheese and crackers. Yeah. So have you had cheese and crackers in recent times though? Yeah. Like that's me. It's it's, No, because the reason I'm saying is because my thing is always I go, that's why I defend the cheat day because my I I have a controlled day where I allow myself to stress. So I don't have those moments of hunger or cravings midweek because I know psychologically just wait a couple of days, you'll be fine. And then it just, you know what I mean? Because for me. Everything that I do with weight loss and sorry with fitness and diet is so psychological because I know all the science. I mean, I know that if I have KFC for breakfast every day, I'm fucked. But there's some compulsion to want to do it, so I'm battling 
you know, mental issues more than any actual like plateauing issues yet. You know what I mean? I'm still, I'm still behaving like the fat kid who needs to eat everything. You know? Yeah, I think I'm eating too much. And so, but also, like, I just sorry, but just maybe just like, there's nothing to say you can't try it, Mm. and then if it doesn't work out with you, because I'm already just because of doing this, I'm already starting to realize I really like this fasting thing. But I'm it's without me realizing it's Mm. modeling to the five two diet where you do two days in a row, and I'm thinking now. Mondays and Tuesdays with work and 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 kids and the yeah. logistics. Yeah, this could be something for me. Right. So I feel like a lot of people I know that works the, the five two. Five two, right? Because yeah. I've done it before and it did not work. Yeah. <laughs> so because yeah. that's because the fives were so epic, right? Yeah. 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 Can I fives were epic. Oh. <laughs> what, Kelly? What? Are, what's? Uh, what are your PTs and stuff saying? I don't know if we covered this. I feel like yeah. we we're about to, but yeah. saying about yeah. the plateauing situation right now. Yeah. So they so, said not to worry about the scales. Don't worry about the scales. Is number one. Yeah. So, um, Jimmy is like shock your body. So he's like, okay. we need to yeah. find things to do to shock everything. So What's he suggesting? Well, so the last time I plateaued, I was doing, um, uh, I was running a lap of the tan once a week. Like every Sunday, mm-hmm. I'd run the tan. And I was Anderson always- Street Hill, how's that coming along? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trying to push up faster yeah. along Anderson. So now you're running nonstop? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been awesome. running. I don't stop. That's huge. Yeah, I don't right. stop. That's such a huge. That first day when you do the full lap is a great, pretty cool feeling. Yeah, well, because that, that happened a while ago, and I like the first lap was like it was thirty-seven minutes, and I right. got it down to like 31, 32. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking on Facebook about it. And yeah. I was saying to you, just I said maybe even just start with the hill because then you get it out of the well, way. Yeah. I start. Well, that, I that's it's almost like the warm up because I'm not running as fast as I'm running the rest of it, so I yeah. go up the hill faster. So for those who are not in Melbourne, there's the Botanical Gardens that has a running track which is about three point five or something like that, and there's a particular a street called Anderson Street Hill, which is really uh, quite steep, and it's the bane of a lot of run- uh, new runners' existence. So mm. we were just Kelly and I talking about how you can kind of navigate that by at least getting the hill out of the way at the start means that the rest of it's going to be flat. You yeah, know? but and if you go the other way where you go down the hill, the rest of the run it's is too inclined. Isn't it's too it? inclined. It's too hard. <laughs> it's too hard. So this is the way you want to go. And so I was telling him that, and he goes, "Do two laps," and I went, "I can't do two laps. That's like nearly eight k. I can't." And he went. Kelly, you need to show – he goes, this is what I want you to do. Walk up, run, and then when you get to the bottom of the hill again, walk up it again. So I'm really only running six and a half. Yeah. But um, but just get your, your shit back together when you walk right. up. Right. So then all of a sudden I started – and that's how I moved through, through that plateau because I started – went from four – to eight. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Then now, and then I did – a few weeks later I did the ten. Ten, exactly. And, he, and then Jimmy was really like – Proud of me because he so was like, I knew you could do it. So how long ago was this last plateau? Uh, probably about two months ago. Two months ago. So now yeah. we're back two months later. You feel like you're plateauing again. Yeah. So what's his, his suggestion? Next, so his next suggestion is run run it, run everything, run the four. And when you get to the bottom of Anderson's Hill, when you're finished, he said sprint up the hill. Nice. Like really push to you can't even breathe, gas yeah. yourself, sprint up the top, and then just walk down, get your breath back, do it again, do that three times at the end of your run. And I do that. Uh, I stop at the gate though. I don't. I can't get. So I've done the sprint. Yeah. And I can't push past the gate. As soon as I get to the gate, really? I, you know the gate that's just yeah, near yeah. Melbourne Grammar. Yeah. I just I'm so puffed out, and I walk, and I go. Look, don't feel sad that you couldn't yeah. go all the way. Just the fact that you're even doing yeah. it is still the win. You know. Yeah. It's just, totally. But even just seeing you with the fasting, like in my brain, I kind of go, well, maybe I should be doing like a cleanse or. Like I just need to shock my body because I've been – my next goalpost was to get out of the 80s. I've been in the 80s for years and I just want yeah, to get to those yeah. 70s. Totally. And right. the goal weight is 70 but also you touched on something that's important that I have to go – you go, well, what's the end thing? Yeah. Because in my mind I'm like, well, so once with, I get with to pasta 70 – and stuff, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, once I get to 70 then I can start eating again and once I get to 70, like a 70 is where I need to be, 
But I really just, I've just had a, a, a light bulb moment sitting here where I was like, oh no, that's not how it works. I have to be like, this is always the journey. Yes. You know yeah. What I mean? and, and that's, and Dylan and I talk about it all the time. This is but, always going to be it. But we, like, even now for me, it's like, yes, I want to get to 94, but to that 94 yeah. is going to consist of me being able to clock 40 minutes of meditation a day. It's going to consist of me having a better healthy plan. It's mm. going to consist of me of improving my cardio. Like it is that, that one goal is yeah. now situated with six wins at the end. Yeah. Re- re- rewind uh, 20 seconds. What did you mean by, um, this is always going to be, it which what oh, in which way do you mean so me being mindful about like it's not like i'm gonna get do you to reckon 70? you'll always worry even when you get to 70 you're gonna be worried about past tenship yeah think? yeah so then yeah. what do you feel like that's sustainable though well this is i think this is the thing where it's like i can't think that you know wow if i just get to 70 kilos before christmas then you know i've done it and i've made it but what do I do after that? And I've got to maintain and, it. It's got to stay there. And you won't know that until you get there. Like I feel we're we're there at, at the moment, dear. Like we're sort of like you know we still have more to lose, but we're sort of you get mm. to that goal and you realise that it, it's more than just that final weight. It's, right. There's so much around it yeah. to generate you to make you feel better that you realise you know we used like we just laugh like it was it was to get under a hundred and yeah. now it, hey. the goalposts have just changed so much with how you know everything from conscious eating to. Yeah fasting to being more present with family, it just changed. I just can't believe how much. And when you get there, I reckon the way you feel now when yeah. you get to that 70 will be completely different, that you yeah. probably will be able to handle it a whole lot yeah. differently. And, yeah. and yeah. I also think that thing with that relationship with food and stuff like that, my experience when I was overseas uh, for three months was to go, look, you're not going to, let's be honest, you're not going to diet because you're you know, going to be in London fucking trying heaps of awesome food. Mm-hmm. At the minimum, just trying to it's keep the exercise. Yeah. <laughs> London, <laughs> awesome food. <laughs> oh, man. Something you hear you know, Like sausage rolls. Like, you know what I mean? When yeah. I say awesome food, I'm built for bad food. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, right, right, right. so I will. Deep fried food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, Deep fried um, everything. Oh. Correct. So for me, the thing I said to was. <laughs> we all just had a little cup. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> food. Was, was to try and make sure that I keep the exercise up. And I got to tell you, it was such a cool feeling for the first time in my life to be able to eat you know, whatever I felt like it, I allowed myself even fucking creme brulee at 3 a.m. in the morning wow. because I knew the next day I was going to do a run and not putting on weight while doing that was such a freeing moment. Were you losing yeah. weight? No, I maintained. So I was. Yeah. I, I hovered between 94 and 96 for that and I allowed myself that that parameter. Mm. So it meant that I got to live like how every, like a lot of people live, which is like I know I still have 10 kilos to go, but at this moment in my life I get mm. to eat anything I feel like, whether it was ice cream every day or whatever. As long as you run. As long as I did a little bit of exercise. How and many runs a week? Three. Always three. I don't know more. No than more that. than that. No. What? Yeah. yeah. I work and out it every works, day. People. Well this is what I'm saying. Every so, day I work out. But you don't run every day though. Running every I, day is bad. I run I run every Sunday but I do XO four, sometimes five a week, yeah. and then I have a PT session on the other right. day. R- and then running, but see exercise. again, I would say to you that is that is already the win. The fact that you yeah. are in a point of discipline where you're able to go to the gym every day mm. is so far progressed from where you were in yeah. April that that is what yeah. you should be celebrating, not the yeah. fact that the scales haven't shifted or that you couldn't lift. Now, before we go, I know we yeah, have we, a lot we, to we think. Gotta, I want to tie, I tie yeah. things up. So, so just to make sure I cover this, so yeah. initially. 
initially with the hardship was having uh, your PT, like Jimmy and Sarah, getting uh, like being more kinder. That helped you push through. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing I wanted to ask was make. Oh, so when you had that down moment the other day, when you're just having bad yeah. workouts and she kept asking all these questions, yeah. Well, how did you pull through that? What was? Is there anything oh. you learned from if this was to happen again? What would you do differently? To or if it happens, how would you? You know, I um my my depression's a weird one. I got to let it. I just let it. I have to let it ride out, mm-hmm. and I really have to let it. Just I have to feel it. What's happening and what's going on around me. Um, which is really this is why it's really great living with your best mate because we both have moments of whatever, and I've, we're always like when she's down, I'm up, and we always kind of pull Pick each, each other, other in. Up, yeah. yeah. Um, what I do is I just I put myself into comedy. Like as long as I. Like it made me just like email a bunch of people, get a bunch of spots, set up this meeting. Like I just got like whenever I'm feeling down, just as long, if I get productive, that will lift me up. Yeah, right. that's great. Right. Okay, that's I think that's a really good that's, tip. But sometimes it's hard to get in production. It's to, hard to be yeah. productive when you're like, oh. Because it's such a hard balance to explain to anyone when you're going through down. Like they'll say, oh, just, you know, get some shit done and that'll make you feel better. And it's, it's and you know, to get started, And you know yeah. you're, they're correct. But it's like, yeah, I, I wish I could just bounce back and go, all right. How do yeah. I get? So I found for me that if I have a, like a mental low point or whatever, uh, the first thing I do is list. I list out the things that are co- going like are cool. Like and yeah. starting with me and the fact that I'm able to have a hand that works that's able to write the list out. Oh, that's a yeah. win. You know, you really Gratitude. break it down to little. Like and yeah. all of a sudden it starts shifting. Then I'll move to okay, I'm not gonna. I can't be fucked. There's a pile of laundry. You know what? I'm just gonna do one batch. And then you start to get that out of the way. So you know just and, and little little moments. And I'll just follow on deals. Right? And it may work. And again, try these things. But like I do the list as well so uh, if i have a must do every day and if i go if i get eight out of the ten then that's a win and that and if i can still do that on a low day yeah you still feel good yeah and, and again depression is every, different for everyone yeah. like i would yeah. say maybe i'm lucky enough that i'm able to get through it uh with just a yeah. list and it might not be the same for some people i get mm. that i do understand that but it is i guess again at the end of the day figuring out what what might set you off or what might push you down that and then finding the little things that you can actually mm. in control of that can bring it back a bit. I feel like this could be a follow-up podcast episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> the know. mental health yeah. aspect. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah mental still, health is a real big one. And also to see, because was... we'd love to know how you go over the next couple of months. Like we'd love to. Be- yeah, we should. Well, we definitely, yeah. I think this is probably has a nice little um, uh, timestamp yeah. where you're at right now and ah. maybe we'll try and catch up in, in pre- a couple of months. Pre- <laughs> Are you doing a comedy festival show next year? Uh, I am doing the Worst First Dates podcast with Brittany Blake. We're doing a live show cool. of that. Are you going to gonna have a live, live first date? Get one of the listeners yeah, to kind of well, have we're, like... Yeah, well, we're going to do a live show December 16th at Cooper's Inn. Cool. But, uh, yeah, but for festival, I'm not going to do a solo show. Uh, where, this is uh, one of ticketed my things. or where can people find uh, information? Uh, well, just you can go to kellyfistuga.com. Right. Um, and just f- f- follow me there. Any, okay. I'm on Kelly Fistuga on everything, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. Right. Or go find Worst First Dates and we'll, you know, you can... Awesome. Yeah. Well, it would be good to, it would be good to have a follow-up yeah. episode to see where you're at yeah. and just so before we yeah. go what would you say like you're hoping to in the next day let's say it's in Jan we'll catch up again yeah okay what, so you would you'd want to try and do something to shock the system uh you're still figuring it out you don't know what it is I don't know what it is but by January I'm hoping that I'll at least be around 75 okay yeah 75 by January and then I'm, I hope to be making some pretty good lists as right, well. right, awesome. right, great, awesome. Does that? Yeah, yeah cool. sounds and, great. And I would also ask this before we go: mm. if you don't get to seventy-five in January, how would you feel? 
Yeah, see, I'm worried. That's why. This is why I'm so. <laughs> this is why I think your trainers are so cautious about not using scales yeah. as the yeah. reason for success. Because it, yeah. if you do, if you're not certified, doesn't mean that you weren't successful. That's my point. It's like the fact that you're going to the gym. Multiple yeah. times a week. The fact that you're running once a week, those are huge. I can hear what you're saying. I know. Yeah, but you're not totally. Totalizing. But it's very hard. You're to not there yet. And even like the guy that I have kind of been dating, he he's like, every time I see you, you look better. Like you, your body is more in shape. And I'm like, really? Again, the really mm. putting myself down. You need to he do a thing, some sort of sh- shock therapy, where every time you have a brain. negative thought, yeah. you just need to pinch yourself or some kind we'll do of some cryotherapy. Really shock this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, awesome. we'll, be, we'll be good. It'll be fine. Um, mate, that, this has been really awesome. Thank yeah. you so much yeah. for coming along. Thanks and for sharing. having me. It felt, this felt like therapy. Thank oh, you so much. Oh, good. I'm glad. Uh, we definitely both got something out of that, it. As well. That's 180 dollars. <laughs> Oh, what? Then, Someone uh, calling my name? What? Uh, we uh, we I have a comedy festival show next year, yes. uh, touring a bunch of places. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the. T- uh, are you? The, yeah. Uh, let's just go with it. It's yeah. called Cheat Days. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, well, done. well done. Well done. Cheat it's Days. Cheat days. Uh, it'll be in a bunch of towns in Australia. Uh, comedy.com.au will be where all the tickets will be available, uh, but not yet. That's why I don't know. But if you, whenever you're listening to this, please do check it out. Um, uh, otherwise, uh, Fitbit Pod on uh, Instagram and Twitter yep. and Facebook. And, uh, uh, ben Lomas Comic on Instagram. Dylan yes. J on Instagram. Totally follow us on uh, and social media. Again, keep the reviews coming on iTunes. We love it. Make sure you check out First Dates with Kelly Fastuka and Brady Blake. Very funny, very, Yay! very, very, very open and honest as well. Yep. Oh, too honest. Like it's definitely this feels a bit, <laughs> bit PG. So I would be a little bit careful if you're listening to worst first. Do you want to uh, change the, the scale and say something fucked before you go? <laughs> nah, 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 I don't want to ruin your. I don't want to ruin the cums for all of your. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the level of depravity it is. Yeah, um, it's a lot of anal. So no. yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the name of the podcast. This episode is a lot of vandals, so that way people won't get thrown off. By um, uh, yes, again uh, on the socials, and uh, yeah, thank you very much, Kelly. Well, Thanks, stay guys. fit, everyone. Stay happy. <laughs> I like it. Stay healthy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>